Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIE Radio Network, you can find out more about us by going to our website, America's Healthcare Advocate. Dot com America's Healthcare Advocate.com. Send me an email. I'd like to hear what you thought about this show today. Do you want me to do more on this? Dive further into it. I am going to keep talking about it. Um, or you can call 877-385-2224. I am happy uh, to answer any questions if you call. Um, and if you'd like me to come out and speak to your civic group or some other group, please feel free to call and leave that message with uh, our folks. I'll be happy to get back to you. All right. So let's go to, uh, uh, I'm going to kind of skip around a little bit here, but I, I, I said I'd come back and I'd talk about how well is Medicare working now. Well, it, it, it works, okay? Um, remember what I said now, Medicare A and B are the parts you get from the government, then you go buy a supplement or a Medicare Advantage plan, and that covers the 20% Medicare doesn't cover, and then you have to buy a Part D prescription drug coverage if you don't get a Medicare Advantage plan because the D prescription drug coverage is inside the Medicare Advantage plan, um, and that benefits about $3,800 a year. <clears throat> All right, so how well is, how efficient is Medicare? This is from ABC News, not exactly what I would call a right-wing think tank, okay? Just so we're clear here on objectivity. ABC News um, <clears throat> released a, a, a piece recently that showed waste and fraud in, within Medicare at $60 billion. $60 billion, 10% of Medicare's budget, 23,400 fake or bad addresses on the Medicare list of providers. This came from the Government Accountability Office. Okay? So, uh, you know, think about it, all right? One of the things government is not good at is efficiency. If you doubt that, here we go. $60 billion waste and fraud, okay, 10% of their total budget, 23,400 providers that are fake that they're sending money to. Okay, this is the system that we have in place now. So <clears throat> it's not exactly the most efficient system. It's not well managed, um, and, and there are a lot of issues with it. So understand that, that Medicare, as it stands now, is not a panacea. Um, and, and the Medicare trustees, you know, we continue to underfund Medicare and it's slated to run out of money um, by 2034. So there are issues there that have not been addressed yet either that are going to have to be addressed because the way it stands right now, um, if we don't continue to raise the funding or change the age brackets, we're going to run out of money because there are fewer younger people putting into it than there are older people taking out of it. And that's, that's a current problem. And it's going to be a bigger problem. All right. So now let's talk about what happens to the current Medicare plans. Well, <clears throat> we've got 60 million people currently on Medicare, 60 million in this country, 20 million on Medicare Advantage plans sold by companies like Humana, Aetna, Blue Cross, United, Kaiser Permanente, et cetera. Uh, enrollment in these uh, basically is zero premium or low premium. The plans are up 80% since their inception in 2010. Um, and then the, the second piece, obviously, is the Medicare supplement plans. And the third piece is employer-sponsored health care, of which we have 156 million people on those plans. All of that goes away. Okay, If you doubt me, uh, let me read you um, <clears throat> what the Medicare for All Caucus, and there is a Medicare for All Caucus um, 
in Washington, D.C., headed by Bernie Sanders and Representative, Representative Pramelia J. Paul, Democrat of Washington. The caucus stated the following. Uh, all, the, all in the con- Congressional Caucus see no need for private Medicare Advantage plans or private Medicare supplement plans. In other words, they feel like they will eliminate these. The purpose of Medicare for All is defeated if there are other plans and people can buy into them. If there are other plans and people can buy into them. So what does that mean? Where, where we've got systems like this in other countries like the UK and Canada, you pay for a government system, but you can go buy a private system. And many, many, many people in those countries do because they don't want to have to wait for care or they want to be able to get in when they want to get in or they want to make choices they can't make on the government system. So the Medicare for All Caucus says that if you allow private plans, it defeats the purpose uh, of Medicare for All. So we're, we're, we're going to change the landscape now. Um, health insurance, 156 million people provided with their employer-sponsored health care is going to go away. Uh, Medicare Advantage plans are going to go away. Medicare Supplement plans are going to go away. Um, and, and so what is the purpose of all that? Okay, well, <clears throat> let me explain it. It's called unit cost and utilization. If the government controls utilization, they can then control unit cost. What does that mean? How many people get a knee replacement? When do you get a knee replacement? Where do you get a knee replacement? How many people get cancer care? How many people get stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four? Where do we do with end of life care? There's a big debate in this country about end of life, where we spend more money uh, than we do on any other part of healthcare right now. So those things will be determined then by the government because if we follow the logic of the Medicare for All caucus, we're not going to have a private system. We're going to have a system run by the government, and the government's going to make the decisions. So the American people need to understand this, okay? You need to understand what you're buying into here and what you're doing. Because in this country now, you have lots of choices, lots of choices. You know, in the last election, they talked about the fact that suburban housewives typically or suburban women typically uh, voted uh, that made this big sweep in Congress that moved the House from Republican to Democrat, okay? And and these are the very people that are going to be targeted for this Medicare for All discussion. Well, let's talk about that for a second. So you're a mom, you're 40 years old, you've got two children, and you love your pediatrician. And when your child gets pink eye or, or conjunctivitis or they've got a cold or a flu or a fever, you're able to go to the doctor, get in, go to urgent care, whatever the case may be, and get care where you want it, when you want it, for the most part, okay? That's going to change, people. You need to understand the reality of this. If you doubt me on this, look at how it works in Canada. Look at how it works in the U.K. Look at how it works in Spain. Look at the countries that have a nationalized health care system. They, the way you control cost is you control utilization. So if you control who gets in and when they get in, is there a six-month wait? Is there a one-year wait? Is there a six, Look at the VA, okay, and all the trouble we've had there. I'm a veteran. I have a VA card, okay? You could take six months to get in to see a doctor at the VA. It could take a year. It's improved, but it's still an issue. So it's going to be controlled through unit cost and utilization. And all I'm saying here is people need to understand what what they're buying into here, and let's be realistic about this. You are not going to have 
the same choices that you have now. Do you remember that famous line? If you like your doctor, you're going to be able to keep it. That's what we were told when we had the discussion about ACA, the Affordable Care Act. Well, that didn't turn out quite like that, did it? In fact, um, because of the way the plans have compressed and all the carriers that have bailed out of the market, from the Blue Cross plans to the Aetna plans uh, to the United Healthcare plans, go right down the list to the Humana plans. We're left with a few companies like AM Better, which is a Medicaid provider, okay, uh, and we're left with narrow networks uh, with Cigna and some of these other plans that are out there. Narrow networks mean smaller choices, okay? So what's going to happen when we go to this model? Well, that, that's a really good question, isn't it? And, and again, as I said in the opening monologue, let's have an open, honest discussion about this. Let's be clear. It's not going to be the same that it is now. So all you moms out there listening, okay, all you senior citizens, chronologically challenged people listening that love your doctors and love your specialists and want to keep going to the same people, that's going to have to change because we're going to change the way the system works and it's going to be administered by the federal government. And, and, and so that, that's a totally different landscape than where we're at now. And I think that's the part that, that people just aren't getting, all right? <laughs> the, of course, the other side of the equation is, do they really know what it's going to cost? And I'll go back to my earlier commentary uh, on Medicare. This is the, uh, from the Government Accountability Office, $60 billion in fraud, with 23,400 fake and fake and bad addresses for Medicare providers that don't exist, 10% of their budget. You know, you want to blow this thing up to 1.38 trillion on top of what we're paying for Medicare. What do you think that's going to look like there? And where are those costs going to go? So what I'm saying to you is you need to take all the facts into consideration. This can't be a one-sided discussion on the Republican side. We're just not going to do it period, or on the Democrat side, oh, it's only going to cost, you're going to, you're going to pay $463 a year, according to Bernie Sanders, and you're going to save $5,800, because that's not reality. Uh, we need to deal with reality here. When I come back from the break, we'll talk about what the impact on this is going to be for providers and hospitals. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. 